Hi, it's that time of year when people put on gowns and they throw their caps in the air and things like that. So what better to do than a higher ed pod? If you're at a college or a grad school, what language are you learning in? Your native tongue or another one? Here's Marco and me on The Big Show. Across the world, more college and university classes are being taught in English. The world's language editor, Patrick Cox, is here to talk about that. And Patrick, we know English has spread to countries, continues to spread to countries around the globe. Is this just an inevitable result of that? Well, before we get too caught up in the inevitability of the spread of English, consider this. If you were a top science student from 200 years ago, you would be studying in this language. Hallo, mein Name ist Johanna Bischoff und ich studiere molekulare Biotechnologie. Das Tolle an der Biotechnologie... Okay, so that's a German student of molecular biotechnology. Uh, that's from today, by the way, Marco, not too much. Okay, years ago. I was where the recording came from. But, but it was long ago that the language of science flipped from German to English. It means that many of Europe's elite science programs today, they offer courses in English as much as they do in, in the local native tongue. Are there some countries more open to this idea of switching to English uh, for science, uh, even in Europe, where you have some of the world's oldest universities? Oh, for sure. Germany's kind of in the middle, but you, you have countries like the Netherlands that um, they offer entire college programs in English. The idea is to prepare local students for a, a global career and also to attract uh, students from all over the world. One in, unintended consequence of this is that some Brits, for example, they go to these Dutch schools, not just for a semester or for a year abroad or what have you, they go and take the entire degree program because the tuition is a little bit cheaper in, mm. in the Netherlands than it is back in Britain. Then on the other hand, you have countries like France or Spain that have been much more resistant to introducing English in universities. In, in fact, in France, you may have heard there's the French parliament is, is currently debating a measure that would allow for a little more English teaching in French universities, but there's a lot of opposition to that. Okay, so that's a good backgrounder to the story we're about to hear uh, out of Italy. What's going on there? Well, this is about the Polytechnic University of Milan. This is the MIT of Italy. And it recently announced that it wanted to switch all teaching, all of it, into English. Mm. And now it's dealing with uh, some spirited opposition to that idea. Okay, let's hear the report now from Megan Williams in Milan. Computer science professor Giuseppe Serrazzi starts his weekly lecture at Milan's prestigious Polytechnic University with a brief introduction in Italian. Then he switches to English. I want to alert them that everything would be in English. The plan was for all professors teaching master-level courses here to do that. The university's rector, Giovanni Azzoni, boldly announced last year that by 2015, all postgraduate courses and some undergrad programs were going to be offered in English only. Atsoni says the switch to English is needed to keep attracting top Italian students who want the option of eventually working outside Italy. To attract Italian, you need to have an international environment. And to have an international environment, you must be able to attract international students. And English is, is fundamental. Italian at present is an entry barrier. But it's a move that met with fierce opposition from many of the university's 1,400 faculty members. They launched a petition calling the switch to English unconstitutional, saying it limited the freedom to teach and study in Italian and put Italy's cultural heritage at risk. 
Last week, an Italian regional court agreed. That argument has been used all the time. It has been used in the Netherlands, it has been used in France, in, uh, in Germany. Professor Hans de Witt no is an expert on the internationalization uh, of higher uh, education at the Cattolica University in Milan. He calls the Italian court's decision a shock. He thinks what's really happening is that some older professors understandably fear that a switch to English will sideline them professionally. But research shows it's what students want, says DeWitt, adding that those universities that have made the switch successfully have done so discreetly and slowly. He thinks the Polytechnic University's big mistake was announcing it would impose the change in just two years. By force from top down to say everything in the postgraduate level has to be in English, in two years uh, you create uncertainty and resistance and the backlash of that might be that, unfortunately, it has, an, on the short term, a negative impact. I think on the long term, it's a process they cannot stop. And number 19, it's false. Because if you've ever been on holiday in the U.S., you should tip in general. Tip in the restaurant, tip the taxi driver. Also because taxis cost much less As part of the plan to switch to English, all profs and support staff not already fluent in English have been taking weekly ESL classes since the fall. But some are there against their will, and others say a lesson a week just isn't enough to be able to actually work in English. Students here agree. Computer science student Javier Huelpa is from Argentina. He says it's ironic he had to pass a stringent English exam to get in when many of his professors would flunk it. Because you have two kind of teachers here. The ones that have done a PhD or a master outside Italy, uh, especially in, in the USA or, or in Britain, and they speak very clear English. And the Italian ones that have done the PhD or the master within Italy and they have learned English locally. So they speak with the Italian cadence, uh, which is, even for international students, we say, you don't speak well. <laughs> it's like... Despite the problems in switching to English, students like Javier and the university's rector agree that a decision not to switch to English would only limit their future choices. He has, he has a CV. He had some registration. In the meantime, the Polytechnic continues to struggle towards its English-only goal, both inside the classrooms and now inside Italy's courtrooms, too. For The World, I'm Megan Williams in Milan. And the world's Patrick Cox is back with us. Is this switch from local language to English, Patrick? Is it accelerating? I think in Europe it is, and it's partly because of something that many non-native English-speaking Europeans have have put into place themselves. It's something called the Bologna process, and and that's got nothing to do with how you you make that sandwich meat. This is an agreement among European governments that, that regularizes higher ed across a single economic zone. Many countries have their own idiosyncratic education systems. And interestingly, a lot of them uh, have bachelor degrees, they have doctoral degrees, but they don't have graduate degrees. So they're introducing graduate degrees now as part of this regularization. And it's in those new programs where English is most heard. It's, It's easy to introduce English into a program that didn't exist before. And this new push for English, is it across all subjects? 
Well, it tends to be for business, also technology and science. When it comes to studying things like law, the humanities, that tends to be much more domestically oriented. So you're more likely to be studying in your own native tongue. Right. So that's Europe. What about the rest of the world? Is English uh, continuing to conquer all? Well, English has already got some serious footholds in many parts of the world, of course. Uh, you know, anywhere where uh, there's a former British colony has got English speaking, uh, has got English, uh, has got predominantly English instruction mm. at uh, some of the, the most elite universities. You find this in Africa, India, Hong Kong, also in many Arabic speaking countries. Although there, um, when there have been proposed changes, there have been fierce debates. And then there's China, where things, of course, are moving pretty fast. They're expanding the university system there extremely rapidly right now. And they're looking to raise the prestige of, of Chinese universities. And one of the ways that you do that is by attracting faculty and students from all around the world, and that means teaching them in English. Patrick Cox, thanks a lot. You're very welcome, Marco. Okay, that's it for today. See you on Facebook or Twitter. My Twitter handle is Patrick Cox. That's P-A-T-R-I-C-O-X. Or see you at theworld.org slash language.